Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. So we are on episode 17, Amy. We're here. (laughs) Episode 17. Episode 17. Episode 17. Uh, Episode 17. Of season two. (laughs) And that is how you open an episode. (laughs) Well, there we go. You've heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Me beatboxing is awful. I always think of Lego Batman. Anytime someone beatboxes, that's the first thought I have. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Dick Grayson on the mic. Go. <laughs> so, last week's episode was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to apologize for how beautiful we are. <laughs> we are living art, okay? But I will say this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep that was fun you want to talk about putting ourselves out there (laughs) now you guys know (laughs) we were truly feeling it that night and that was Lexi clipping a lot of it yeah well you'll hear it in the next blooper episode I promise (laughs) there is a lot (laughs) like 15 minutes or so of drunken ramble right oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) last week aside we're here we're here it's a new week we're a lot less inebriated i promise i'm drinking (laughs) i'm not because i have to drive i'm drinking a glass of wine i'm not getting drunk but i needed a drink and i had wine so why not you know i just remembered i haven't even broke into that box of wine i bought over the weekend (laughs) how dare i i'm neglecting it Poor wine. You need to open it up and let it breathe. No, it's not breathing. (laughs) Amy. Yeah. We're going to kickstart this, but I'm going to go first because you have a lot more to talk about since you're actually back to work. Oh, God. Yeah. So I have a very little rant, okay? Okay. Remember how last time I said that we were done with the homeschooling packets? We were like, done. We finished them, right? Yeah. So I got a phone call. (sighs) on Wednesday and come to find out I have until 6pm to pick up his last packet and I'm like what do you mean last packet we just turned in our last packet what no there's another packet (laughs) there's another packet (laughs) I had that phone call on speaker and me and my oldest are literally looking at each other rolling our eyes at this phone call we were so over it (laughs) there's so many worksheets (laughs) And the way they're doing e-learning doesn't, it's not something we can do. Right. Unfortunately, it's not something I can do for my phone. Or we'd be great. We'd be kosher. (laughs) Lexi doesn't have landline internet yet. She's still dealing with that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Supposedly next week's going to be a game changer, but we'll see. But yeah, I'm over the whole homeschooling thing. Right? And I really got to give it to teachers because how do y'all do it? (laughs) I feel so bad for our kids, you know, with all of this going on. 
they don't really fully understand, you know, like my seven year old, she she kind of understands, but she still whines about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey, you you can't go to the store with me. You can't go and play on playgrounds. Like <laughs> the best that we can do is play outside in the yard when the weather is nice, which isn't all that often. Yeah. That's where uh, the boys are at. They're pretty burnt. Yes. They're going to climb on the ceiling next <laughs> if I don't let them out to burn some energy. What did you say when you got here? Why is it winter outside? <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't even get me started. Our weather is always bipolar. <sighs> we should have known it was fool spring. <laughs> My little rant aside, Amy. The store's opened back up. You have worked a few days now. How how are things in this new found post pandemic world? It's a whole new fucking thing out there, I swear to God. <laughs> um, first of all, we opened on Friday and everybody like every single customer that I had gotten that day was for the back room. Like <laughs> They missed it there. They really did. We were closed for a whole six weeks. It's like there isn't even internet or <laughs> several databases for <laughs> pornographic material. What the fuck, people? Really? Why would you pay for that? Anyway. Anyways, yeah, that's funny. It was just like every single person that walked through the door beelined it straight for the back room. <laughs> I'm here for the movies. <laughs> One of the customers... He walks in and he's like, hey, you got any new back movies back there? And I'm like, well, today's our first day of opening. Like, what? <laughs> It's a no for me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I dealt with all of that. Not to mention, a lot of fucking movies have come out over the last six weeks. Yeah. A lot of movies. And I'm fucking having to play catch up. It's a fucking shit show, Lexi. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what six weeks worth of that. Oh man, I'm I'm just like so exhausted mentally right now, <laughs> <laughs> and I've only been having to deal with this for three days. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is great. I didn't miss it. This is amazing. <laughs> oh. I had a guy come in today while I was at work. We're required to wear masks, you know, per state guidelines and corporate rules and so on. And uh, so I'm out, you know, fixing the store and a customer walks up to me <laughs> And he goes, you see, I think that all of this is just fake. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's a conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, all of this, this whole pandemic. It's just the government. you know." And I was like. Look, dude, I'm not here for your conspiracy theories. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> they say we're the mask. I did it. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> I don't get paid to care about your conspiracy theories. <laughs> you know, I'm just here doing my job. And, and he was like, I mean, come on, it's all fake. Do you even know anybody that has it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I was like, and her over there, actually, her aunt died from coronavirus, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, <laughs> I I just don't believe it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just keep walking. <laughs> He didn't say another word to me the rest of the time. <laughs> People are ridiculous, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just doing my job. I'm just wearing my right. fucking mask, all right? <laughs> I went into Schmall Mart the other day. The the Mart of Wall. <laughs> I wasn't there for walls, Amy. Come on, don't lie. <laughs> no, um, so first... I went to go get a new TV. My TV had stopped working on Easter Sunday and with two boys yes, crammed two in the boys. house. One is an avid video gamer and the other is three. The other is three. <laughs> well, apparently we are quite the screen addicts because the first week was really rough. And then we finally go and and there's no TVs. Like <laughs> the entire back wall, you guys know what wall I'm talking about, the TV the wall. wall TVs. Right? There's nothing there right? until we get to like the 80-inch TVs and I'm like, "Well, I don't have $800 to spend right now on a TV. I need that for rent." Like <laughs> that's not what that money's for. <laughs> so I had to say hard pass on that. <laughs> it's a no for me. I had to order it online, which wasn't a big deal. You know, it came, I got it, everything. I'd be so nervous then, about ordering a TV online. I did two-store pickup. I got too worried about doing Amazon. Yeah. I live in a trailer park, you guys. <laughs> I can't have Amazon be bringing me a big TV to so let all my neighbors know. <laughs> or find it for themselves. I don't think that's the neighborhood I live in, but I don't know just yet. <laughs> I'm staying on the hopeful side and not flirting with danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I go to Walmart. I've been there three times in the last week for a printer, and they just have no printers now. First it was the TV. <laughs> they had no TVs. Now they have no printers. And I just need one. I need one because... I need it <laughs> for stuffing things in t-shirts. <gasps> things and stuff. <laughs> and merch. Oh, yeah, and merch. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> Stupid Walmart. <laughs> Not having no damn printers. Walmart. Stupid Schmalmart. <laughs> in the news. In the news. <laughs> we all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes, things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Alright, Amy, what's your article this week? Well, I found an article that might make some people mad. Oh, well, I have a... I think mine's neutral. <laughs> I don't know how, how it would feel about mine. It's kind of funny to me. My article comes from the New York Magazine. 
workers are no longer heroes, Kroger concludes. Oh. What Kroger giveth, Kroger taketh away. The national grocery store chain will end a $2 per hour hero pay bonus for workers on May 17th. Mm. Kroger only implemented the raise last month. The pandemic, meanwhile, shows no sign of ending, and the risks for essential workers remain very real. Especially now that they're starting to open things up. Mm-hmm. Their risk is actually higher now. Um. <clears throat> oh, four Kroger employees died from the coronavirus in Michigan last month. Wow. Kroger is the biggest retail grocer in the U.S., possibly the world. And during this pandemic, it has experienced record profits because families and communities rely on grocery workers to feed themselves and their families. Taking away this hero pay from these essential workers disregards their continued heroism as they serve their communities in crisis. A spokesperson for the union confirmed that Kroger's policy change will take effect nationwide. Wow. In a statement, Kroger confirmed that the hero bonus will end this month. In the coming months, we know that our associates' needs will continue to evolve and change as our country recovers. Our commitment is that we will continue to listen and be responsive, empowering us to make decisions that advance the needs of our associates, customers, communities, and business. We continuously evaluate employee compensation and benefits packages. Um, according to this person, it says that their hourly average wage is $15 and with benefits factored in, the hourly wage is over $20. That's what they're saying. And that doesn't include the bonus. For (laughs) who? Right. Anyway. That's definitely not an entry level employee anywhere I know of. Right. Uh, (laughs) Let me see where you pay 15 an hour and I'll push carts. Kroger, which also owns Harris Teeter, Ralph's, and Food for Less, employs around 460,000 workers, and it isn't the only employer poised to wind down temporary hazard bonuses for workers. Um, Amazon is also, but they're dealing with all of that stuff. Um, So... Corporate gratitude has its limits. Hero pay was a helpful marketing stunt for Kroger, at least for a while. The company could appear altruistic, and the bonus may have helped it retain workers in the earlier weeks of the pandemic when stores were desperate to keep up with the sudden surge in demand. But circumstances have changed. Kroger likely knows that given high rates of unemployment, it can replace workers if they get sick or die or quit because they're too afraid to go to work. Hero Pay didn't outlast the virus, it just outlived its usefulness to Kroger. Hmm. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That's shitty. These people are still out there sticking their necks out for still a company. Still risking their lives. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, that $2 
an hour, that really could help people. That really could, especially since they're still working, so they don't qualify for unemployment and those benefits. It's all a mess right now. It is. You ready for mine? It's also relevant to the pandemic. All right. My article is titled, One in Five Wendy's is Out of Beef, Analyst Says. Not Baked Potatoes? Not Baked Potatoes. That's like four out of five Wendy's. (laughs) I haven't seen that article. Maybe it's one of those swept under the rug, we don't talk about it things. So my article comes from Wish TV. Um... All right. The national meat shortage has come for Wendy's. The fast food <laughs> chain <in> for you. <laughs> the fast food chain says some menu items are unavailable and one analyst estimates nearly 1 in 5 Wendy's restaurants are out of beef. Around 1000 or 18% of Wendy's 5500 US restaurants are not serving any hamburgers. Excuse me. Or other meat-based items. According to an analysis of online menus at every location conducted by financial firm Stevens, <laughs> Wendy's is more exposed, quote-unquote, to the shortage sparked by the coronavirus pandemic because of its reliance on fresh beef compared with its competitors, right. the note said. Yes. I'm just like... Wendy said some of its menu items might be temporarily limited at some restaurants in this current environment the company said its delivery schedule remains unchanged but supply has been tight because beef suppliers across North America face production challenges during the pandemic many meat suppliers have temporarily closed their factories because workers are falling ill from COVID-19 we're working diligently to minimize the impact to our customers and restaurants and continue to work with our supplier partners to monitor this closely, a Wendy's spokesperson said. The company is scheduled to report its first quarter earnings on Wednesday, and the, sever- ugh, the severity of Wendy's shortages depends on the geographic nature of the uh, plant closures. In states such as Ohio, Michigan, and New York, around 30% of Wendy's are out of fresh meat. Other states like Arizona, Nevada, and Louisiana aren't affected. Um, Wendy's online menus have shifted in recent days. They're emphasizing more chicken sandwiches, Rutherford said in his note to investors. Uh, Rutherford doesn't expect the beef shortages to hurt Wendy's profits if the shortage is fixed quickly. He also noted that the Wendy's newly launched breakfast menu is highly profitable. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> no comment from Burger King or McDonald's on how they're holding up. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. So now... Amy, out with the karate chops. Now that we're done within the news, it's time for our first ever live in the feet. Live in the field. Live action news now. Right now news. Right now. Only it's not live because it's pre-recorded. Finger guns. Yeah, so... I sent Amy out, this brave soul. She braved it all the way to her work. work. <laughs> <laughs> and she interviewed her coworker. I did. I interviewed my assistant manager, Alyssa. So, 
have fun listening to us babble on about work things and crazy empl- and, and crazy customers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. So, I am here with my favorite assistant manager and friend. Do you want to use your real name, friend, and assistant manager? Sure. She's eating. <laughs> I caught her off guard, even though I told her ahead of time. But she's eating pizza because I'm a great boss and I bought pizza. <laughs> anyway. Hey, I bought the drinks, okay? Yeah. Legit drinks, too. So, you want to use your real name? Alyssa <laughs> is my name. That is Alyssa, the wonderful, amazing Alyssa. <laughs> She's a beast. She's the best. <laughs> so I'm going to ambush her and ask her some questions. Okay. <laughs> so Alyssa, how long have you worked in the retail biz? Overall? Let's see. <laughs> how old am I? Oh, Carry the right. one. <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> You're like... Over half my life, guys. That's pretty ridiculous. Right? I realized that the other day. <laughs> so, you've worked with me for three years. I mean, you left for a little bit, but you came back because you missed me so much. Don't lie. If three years is how long you've been working here, then yes, three years. I have. I've been working here actually at this point. I feel point, like it's longer. But. At this point, it's been three and a half years. Okay. <laughs> it would be four in October, but I'm leaving. Sad Brown face. face. <laughs> so Alyssa and I are stuck here at the store for eight hours together. And uh, we're kind of without... Adult supervision, because we are the supervision. <laughs> so it's been really fun. We're, we're here at the store getting everything ready and set up for the reopening after all of this corona stuff. Um, let's see, what else? What is your favorite part of working with me? With you? <laughs> yeah. Specifically? <laughs> <laughs> she has to think about it because I'm that awful. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty fun because <laughs> we're not very different. So. <laughs> Between the two of us, we never know what's going to happen. We. <laughs> What were we listening to earlier? We're we're totally jamming out to some freaking 90s music, early 2000s. and uh, Backstreet Boys! Yes, we were listening to Backstreet Boys in the house. and and to me? (laughs) Britney Spears. That was not really good. (laughs) (laughs) We were on two separate sides of the store, and this part of the Backstreet Boys song came on, and we literally just, like, turned at each other and just started jumping <laughs> at the same time. It's like, without even thinking about it. We're, we're connected. We're here. We're, we're in tune. Yeah. He's finely tuned. <laughs> Neurological <laughs> things in our heads. 
That's kind of what happens after you work together for so long, I guess. How long did you leave me for? Like three months? <laughs> Four and a half. Four and a half months. She couldn't take it, you guys. She said, I miss Amy. <laughs> this other job is too boring. That's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sat there at a desk for like, I don't even know how long. <laughs> but you gave a very interesting story before. I did. I got a very, yes, I did. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> but, so. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you have a crazy, off-the-wall story? Something that's happened maybe here at this store or a past job? No, I don't know. Well, okay. So, I kind of tend to talk about the creepy guys that hit on us while we're at, the, at work. Yeah, one of them messaged me two days ago asking when I was going to be working again. <laughs> Why don't you Found tell me on Facebook? <laughs> Why don't you tell the listeners about the uh, the the creepy guy that brought you flowers and put them on your car? Oh my god, I forgot about that. You know, my daughter knows about that, and she said, "Mom, is this guy the one that did that?" And I said, "No, that was a different one." <laughs> She's like, "A different one." <laughs> so we um, ended that conversation very quickly. <laughs> Well, no, okay, um, he was a guy that came in probably, like, three times a week. Uh, we're gonna call him Todd, because that's not his name. We're gonna say Todd came in three times a week, and always asked me if I was still in a relationship, or whatever the status of me was at the time. I don't remember. Um, and one day, he somehow got my phone number and started texting me. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many times I had to tell him that. Uh, no, thank you. But <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> then I, I came outside of my house, and I her found, house, you yeah, guys, her house, my house, and I found a single red rose on under the windshield of my car with a note on the back of the receipt from the rose stating who it was from and this and that and the other and a phone number and I was like the fuck did you do to my <laughs> can we um point out the fact that you live outside of town but I didn't at the time oh okay. I lived over behind the hospital at the time oh okay so she lived in town but, I but lived still in a subdivision at the he, end of a cul-de-sac where you guys I mean <laughs> he found her house and the only logical explanation because there's like one, two, three turns, and then I'm all the way at the end of the cul-de-sac in that subdivision, so he had to have followed me, and which is really creepy. Yes, very creepy. So he gave you a red rose? Red rose. On and then he rose. came in a few days later and asked me if I got it. <laughs> and I was like, That was you? Yeah, I got it. And he said, Well, why didn't you call me? And I'm like, Are you serious? Well, first <laughs> of all... <laughs> <laughs> so and then I and I graciously not so much told him to get the F out and stay away from me and I haven't heard from him since. Except I saw him I think he's come in twice since then. Twice. Have I seen this guy? Yeah, he used to come out all the time when you first started here. Oh. But he moved away after this incident. Quote moved away. <laughs> um and Lasers. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and uh, then he supposedly moved back with his girlfriend, and um, I've seen him once or twice since he's moved back. Moved back. Quote, moved back. <laughs> we gotta make sure that everybody knows there's some air quotes around those <laughs> There <words>. are quotes <laughs> being thrown. <laughs> yeah. What else? Anything? What? Was something crazy that's happened to you here other than that? Um, before I managed or did anything, we had a guy that used to come in drunk all the time. <laughs> um, but he only came in when me or Alexis, but not Lexi Alexis. A different um, Alexis. A different Alexis used to work here. Um, and one day we closed, and it was at midnight, mind you, because it was on a weekend. Back when we, you know, had... Um, and he came up to the door after we locked it, banging on the windows and the doors to let him in. And we, you know, nicely said, no, I'm sorry, we're closed for the night. And he still banged on the door. And when he turned around, he dropped his fifth of liquor. I don't know what it was. I think it was in the vestibule. Yeah. I mean, it was closed. He took it out of his back pocket and it slipped out of his hand. Did it break? No. It was like a, I think it was a plastic bottle. Oh, plastic. Okay. Yeah. Either that or it just didn't hit hard enough or something. Mm. But, and he never came back until about a month or two before we closed for the quarantine. Oh, really? I saw him. I thought I texted you. I'm not oh. sure. Uh, saying that the man who used to come in drunk all the time is here or whatever. But I saw him. He came in and I was like, oh, snap. This is about to go down. But he didn't recognize me, but I recognize him because I do that. And Alyssa remembers everything. Everything, you guys. I don't remember the name. I remember the face. Like, she's my, she, she's the one that I go, because I forget everything. <laughs> I do. I forget everything. But I have a logical medical reason for it. <laughs> So, luckily, Alyssa remembers everything. I forget everything. So, it all works out. Yep. <laughs> so, I know that you've briefly told me before that you used to work or manage a, a, a radio shack. I did. Can we take a trip down memory lane for a minute and talk about radio shack? <laughs> How long has radio shack been out of business? They have been out of business since... 2013 or 2014, I believe, because I left there the year before, and okay. I was there until 2013. I was there for eight years. Uh, anything crazy there? Like, people buying things and returning them? Like, Not, not as much as you think. The only day that happened was on Black Friday. You know, people would oh, come yes. in, drop, you know, two, three grand, and then go elsewhere. And if they if they found a better deal, they'd come back. But Oh, on the same day? Yeah, either the same day or the next day. Oh, okay. But, it like, I'm going to say, like, maybe 30% of that happened. Like, yeah. 30% of the whole total, you know, because. I just know how people will, like, like, the whole thing with the freaking toilet paper and the wipes and everything, like. People won't, they, they bought up all the toilet paper and the wipes, and now they're trying to, like, return them. That and is no, so stupid. And I'm like, why would you return toilet paper? You're going to use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're set for a year. You're stupid for buying that much, but you're set for a year. You are stupid for buying all of that toilet paper, but keep it. I mean, or you can donate it. Truth. <laughs> Especially, I mean, because there are plenty of other people that do need toilet paper because y'all yeah, bought it all. Everyone that hoards it is just 
getting it because they have the money to get it that at that point in time and everyone who needs it that doesn't get paid but like maybe at the beginning or the end of the month or something they have to wait to go get theirs so now there's none left well there is now but there wasn't (laughs) listen i just got back from the the mark like three types of toilet paper there right now and (laughs) probably only like 15 packages but yes we just cut we just got back from the mart of wall that's right and uh they are still completely out of clorox wipes yes and wipes. Lysol wipes and yes wipes and disinfectant spray because we bought the last one <laughs> we just bought the last disinfectant spray you guys <laughs> <laughs> i said snatch it well so you listen to the podcast I, tr- I try. I'm a bit behind. It's yes. okay to be a bit behind. I still love you anyway. <laughs> I'll eventually get it. I will. So, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? Aside from talking about, like, Karens and stuff, <laughs> I think that the unusually eccentric backroom talk is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we have some crazy people here in our backroom. <laughs> We're not gonna n- name drop any customers, Alyssa. <laughs> I didn't. Nobody hey, knows. But we could totally is. talk shit about him. Let's <laughs> talk about him. He doesn't shut up. He is your favorite. He really you is. You know what? He makes me miss the guy that com- used to come in and get 17 and return them in two days. <laughs> 17. I know because I counted. And I made sure I counted them when he brought them back, too. And all 17 were... I don't know how you could do that in two days. I don't want to know. I I remember there was one time that this guy comes in, and he gets, like, 21 of them. And I tell him, you know, hey, do back such and such. And and he was like, oh, they'll be do they'll they'll be back tomorrow. I said tomorrow, <laughs> like whoa whoa whoa. And he was like, yeah, you just fast forward. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what I would say to that because I, mean, I I already don't see the point in those. To be honest, but fast forwarding it, what are you gonna see? You fast forward through all the parts that aren't intercourse. Like, he doesn't care about storyline and all of that stuff. It's then just, look up pictures online. Just, That's basically what you're doing. I mean, come on. Anyway, so so he tells me they'll be back tomorrow, and I said, well, I would tell you to have a nice weekend, but I could see you're already making sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> oh. But anyway, let's circle back to our favorite backroom customer. He's old, and he loves to talk. About everything. Oh my god. This guy. From from his expensive car to, quote, President Trump to some random disease that's not even in our country. Do you know how how many people died from that in 1700? I don't fucking know. I don't live in 1700. Before we close, he comes in when I'm here. And you know what he asked me? Do you know where Metamucil is grown? Yeah, he does that stuff all the time. <laughs> and I said, should yeah, I? I say, do you, or can, can you guess how many or, of this? Or, 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 he'd be like, I? tell me. Like, you know, like, he knows all of this random ass shit because he spends his life watching public television, like, PBS and shit. He, he like, knows all of these random things, and then he expects you to already know it. Right? It, it drives me crazy. It, the thing that I just... 
is that he'll start talking about something and he'll say, you know how many? And he'll say, yes. it's, it's this many. And then he'll say, but do you know how this happened? And I'm right? like, no, I literally don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I tell him every time he's here, I do not have TV. I know, I, right? I live so far out in the middle of nowhere that I do not want to pay $350 for TV. And I can't get it with an antenna right now. So I have to go online to get my news or maybe, you know, from my sister if she tells me this is happening or that's happening or whatever. I tell him every time, I don't have access to, to any of this crap. Why do you fucking talk And to even me? if I did, I wouldn't be watching it. Like, so I now know that Metamucil is grown in India. I'm not going to lie. Everything he tells me goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you any numbers or places or Half things. Half the time I'm not about. listening, honestly. I'm just... Uh, he follows me around the store. Yes, because I try to like walk off, pretend the space movies, or take a tiny stack of movies that I would never consider taking and put them back on the shelves. And he follows. Follows. He's everywhere. like, "Hey, you're going that way. All right. <laughs> you got any new movies back there?" Really, the only time he doesn't follow or be like right up on you, whatever, is when you're trying to help someone else. And even then, when you're busy helping somebody else, he will stand right there, and he will eavesdrop in on the conversation and then insert himself into the conversation. Or, oh man, I remember him one time I was talking to a customer. I don't remember what it was about or anything, but the customer said something, and he straight up looked at him and said, You're stupid! And I was like, Oh! I really wish that I could remember what it was about, but I think it had to do with some form of politics or something. Honestly, I don't something. know. I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, so Alyssa knows. Someone's calling and we're not even open. We're not open! Nope. I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> Stupid phone is going to take forever. shouldn't be calling because we've been closed for almost two months two and a half months you guys we have been closed for five to six weeks they're still calling i know you hear that <laughs> even with all the signs up everywhere we don't have any like reopen date except for this morning when we well not even this morning at 5 p.m we put it on on the net Alyssa and I have been here getting things ready in the store since noon. It's now 6 o'clock. We've been here. And the phone has rang at least once an hour since we've been here. And people just keep calling. <laughs> I can only imagine how many people actually called the entire time we were here. Our freaking um, caller ID on our phone only goes to 50. farthest one out But... All right, so thank you for the interview. Are you gonna miss me when I leave? Yeah, I'll do phone stuff with you on your on your little podcast. On again. my little I'll podcast. Like, hey, you never believe what happened today. <laughs> I'm gonna miss these crazy people <laughs> a little bit. Not Only so, when all you're of them. At home all day with your little ones, saying, "Oh my gosh, I wish I had a job." My kids are gonna be in school next year, so. Oh, Shh. It's only uh -huh. really actually a couple of weeks away, months away. So, <laughs> as long as this stuff doesn't, as long as we can start school on time. Thanks, Corona. No kidding. 
All right. We'll say bye, Alyssa. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed our first ever live in the field. Live action news. I thought Amy did really good. I feel like out of the three of us, she would have the biggest cup to spill <laughs> at that store. <laughs> oh, she got a cup in there <laughs> for sure. All right. So, Lexi, is it tea time? It's tea time. Clink. Clink. Lexi, what is your first story? So this one is uh, pre-pandemic. In fact, this is a few years ago. All right. This one's called A Bunch of Karens, and I Took Immediate Revenge. Oh, this is going to be good. So this happened about seven years ago. I was at a cafe with friends, and I was wearing a purple t-shirt, which looked very similar to the one worn by employees there. So on the adjacent table, there are a bunch of Karens who kept asking me over and over again to take their orders, like every five minutes. And I told them every time, I don't work here. I got fed up quickly with them, and I was about to leave, so I went inside the restaurant and got some paper I found and got back to them, pretended I am taking their order on the paper I have, and then went inside, put the paper in the trash, and left from a different door. <laughs> That's fucking petty. <laughs> My friends who had stayed behind at the restaurant after me said it took them half an hour to realize there isn't any order placed <laughs> for them and they had to order a second time. <laughs> That's petty. It is super petty, <laughs> but I mean, after a certain point, you got to stop asking, you know what I mean? <laughs> if someone's telling you over and over they don't work here, they don't work here. <laughs> Bitch, I don't work here. <laughs> or if they do and they're telling you, clearly they don't want none, go to an employee that actually gives a shit about their job still. Because <laughs> you can run into those. <laughs> I've definitely been there before. Uh-huh. Just like, don't even look at me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, what's your first story? A new breed of customer. Oh, boy. This is now, not pre-pandemic. This is now. (laughs) My restaurant has switched over to carry-out only due to current events. (laughs) Hmm. Wonder what those could be. (laughs) Can't really think of any current events. (laughs) Can't think of any pandemics or anything. Man, this quarantine's got me really... Confused on current events. (laughs) (laughs) Which hasn't been too horrible for the most part. That is until we started seeing a new weekly customer. Now, it isn't the worst thing we've had to deal with, but after a while, it starts to get on your nerves. A normal interaction with him goes as such. I say, hi, how are you? And he ignores me. So I say, are you picking up? And he nods his head once. (laughs) Okay. I say, what's the name for the order? (sighs) Mark. (laughs) Well, I can tell you're a fun one. And I say, all right, your total is blah, blah, blah. And that's usually it. But... Ever since I had the nerve to remind this customer that they have to wear a mask indoors due to the governor's orders, he's become increasingly snippy and combative. Why? (laughs) I know, right? Like, if it bothers you, 
If it bothers you, if it really bothers you, go to places that don't, don't have those in. restrictions. Don't come in. Right? Like, go fucking somewhere else. One time, he comes in and tries to pay with a $100 bill for a $12 order. No. I hate when people do that. Right? When I informed him we don't accept 50s or $100 bills and even pointed to the sign which said so... <laughs> He got he got this stupid smirk on his face and he says, "Well, I only have $100." And I say, "I'm sorry, unless you have a card, you have to pay with smaller bills. The gas station down the street might be able to cash it for you." He says, "I only have a $100 bill and I don't think I brought my card." And I said, "Sir, this is a small store. We simply don't have the change." So he finally puts the stack of bills away and magically had a card. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people are like that. I was so stupid to think that that would be the end of it, though. The next time he comes in, he puts down two rolls of coins, a ten, $10 in the form of quarters and $5 in the form of dimes. <laughs> What's all of this? <laughs> Once again, he had this smirk on his face like he won a game that he created. <laughs> okay, but I've dealt with those too, you know what I mean? Yes. The point to prove, guys. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, man, what, dude, was the point, what was the point he needed to prove? So, well, his total is $11 for his, um, for his meal, right? And so he brings in $15 in rolled coins, <laughs> thinking that he's fucking funny. And so <laughs> little did he know that I am super petty. I <laughs> will play someone's game and I will win. So. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I love I you. I fucking love you. <laughs> this, is, it, this is amazing. Like, this is the best. So I unwrap the coins and start counting them out in front of him. And after I'm through with the quarters, I go and pick up the dimes and start to unwrap it when he interrupts me. And he says, it's wrapped for five. You can just put it in and give me the change. And I, <laughs> and I say, oh, I'm sorry. I just I have to make sure it's all here. And so he says, oh. So I count out the rest of the change that I needed from the dimes, and instead of giving the dollar bills he probably wanted, I scooped up all of the dimes <laughs> and gave him his change back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if he only spent a dollar out of those dimes, he just got 40 fucking dimes. <laughs> yes. <You're> my hero. <laughs> Not all heroes were capes. Some scoop dimes up and give them back to the customer. <laughs> fucking love you. Oh my god, that's fucking great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. This is all I need. <laughs> the rest you. is yours, okay? <laughs> that's funny shit. He was like, hmm, <laughs> hmm, And she's like, <laughs> who did have the last laugh <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny as shit alright so what is your next story alright this one's a bit of a long one okay alright 
It's titled, You're Not Black. Oh. Okay. This one is also pre-pandemic days. Okay, this one is from uh, years ago. So I was working in a college town that had a really amazing diverse food scene. One day during lunch, I walked over to my favorite Ethiopian restaurant. It was a super relaxed environment inside. They were kind of nestled into a shopping plaza, had dim lighting, and had mismatching dining room tables and chairs that kind of made you feel like you were at your cool aunt's house. You just knew you were going to have the best meal of your life based on all of that. When you first walk in, there's a beverage cooler directly to the right of you and a counter with a cash register on the kitchen side and menus on the patron side. Uh, then the random tables and chairs were kind of haphazardly scattered about. The lady who worked there knew me in my typical order, so after paying, I hung out fiddling with my phone on the patron side of the counter. Adding this crucial detail, only because it comes in later, but at the time, this other patron uh, enters, and I'm the only other non-person of color in the establishment. A very pale and pasty ginger. <laughs> relatable <laughs> so this girl walks in and kind of starts hovering by the beverage cooler looking around this is more of one of those places you walk in order at the counter and seat yourself there's no one at the counter uh then it would make sense to wait around up front or seat yourself and wait the main waitress had just gone back into the kitchen to get my food so i was awkwardly standing in front of the menus and kind of just assumed she knew the flow of things here in her defense, I was wearing all black clothes, kind of the typical wardrobe for a waitress. I finally acknowledged her after she started sighing and tapping her foot and asked if I was blocking her way to the menus. <laughs> she responded with a very... Are you blocking my way? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> Can you not see? <laughs> she responded with a very catty, It took you long enough. You're just standing there on your phone ignoring a paying customer? Do you not want my business? I was totally caught off guard and didn't say a word, just slid over a menu to her. I guess I could understand her being confused, but again, this was by no means a fancy place. Uh, right after she said that, the waitress walked out from the kitchen with my food in a bag and told me to have a nice day. The looks on her face switched from embarrassment to confusion to annoyance until finally she looked at me and responded with, Well, yeah, that makes sense. You're not black. Why would someone like you work here? Uh. Wow. Okay. Like, I would immediately refuse service. I can't eat Ethiopian food. I can't like food. I like you, food of all kinds. Are you saying you don't like art? <laughs> I love sushi, but I'm not Japanese. Right. Um, she says, why would someone like you work here? That's what we get for coming to a place like this, right? Then she laughed in that way that white people do sometimes when they're trying to get other white people to agree with them on something sort of racist. It made me uncomfortable and didn't make sense anyway. I just said, I don't know what you mean and walked out to my car. <laughs> like, why does that matter? I ended up asking the main waitress about that girl the next week. And apparently she sent her food back twice, saying that it was too spicy and ended up demanding a comped meal. Oh, so your name is Karen. <laughs> Needless to say, she was never there again. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're not black. Of course you don't work here. <laughs> what? Oh, you're racist. You probably shouldn't order food here. Right? <laughs> uh, anyways, stupid 
Karen's aside. Karen's. What's your second story, dear? Back to work after lockdown and oh my. <laughs> relatable. <laughs> Almost relatable. This uh, weekend I, I'm getting back into the delivery waters and I'm scared. <clears throat> so the store I work at has opened again. It's a fairly big store, so there's a maximum of 136 customers allowed inside. In order for us to keep track of how many customers are inside, we use shopping bags with a number on it that every person that enters the store needs to take at the entrance and return when they leave. At the entrance, there's a table with two signs and hand sanitizer, and next to it, the clothing holder that for now is used to hang the shopping bags with another sign that clearly says, Stop! A bag with number is required to enter the store. That's not hard, right? <laughs> Psych! You asked people to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's step one where you fucked up. <laughs> Only like 20% of our customers understand this concept and execute it perfectly. The other 80% just come in completely ignoring this little safety measure station at the entrance. And when you tell them to go back and take a bag, they act all confused. As if they've never even heard of such a thing as corona and it's needed safety measures in order for our economy to start working again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tiring. Like, come on, people. Pretty much every store has some kind of precautions or safety measures. We're not the only ones doing it. It is to be expected when going shopping. You have to wear a mask. Even so, how come you think of that, but not be aware of all the signs on every entrance? <laughs> Literally, they're everywhere. <laughs> Plus, we do not have enough employees to have someone solely stand at the entrance to give out bags. That ends in us shouting from the register after customers that come in to take a bag or to literally chase after them to bring them one. And it honestly feels like I'm working at a kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a preschool. I wouldn't rank it that high. Just please, in times like these, be more aware and don't give your retail workers a hard time. They're doing... We are doing our best to provide a nice shopping experience, even though there's a pandemic going on. Even though we wear these masks the whole day. Even though we have a hundred other things to do to keep our store in condition and keep it running. Yep. Wear a mask and follow the safety guidelines a store has. And if you're not sure if this store has any, just look at the entrance for the signs. <laughs> <laughs> they are there. <laughs> Yeah, this pandemic is, it, it, I mean, it's new for everybody, you know? Like, the customers, the employees, they, if we could all just try and meet each other in the middle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've only witnessed it a few times, but people are just so impatient, like, you gotta know. <laughs> Everybody knows about the Rona. <laughs> but they act like they don't as soon as they get into Walmart as a customer. It's a conspiracy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the only conspiracy I'm seeing is fucking impatient ass people. <laughs> we should have kept them on lockdown longer. It was nice and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what it was like driving around with no traffic? I do, because I drove around a lot more than you did. You did. <laughs> All right. So is it time for demographics? Demographics. 
All right, Lexi, who is our top city of the week? We got Tigard, Oregon, Tigard. We're, uh, we're, I'm going with Tigard. It's Tiger King's fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You've been Tigard. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, who we got in second place? We got Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Windy City. Who is number three, Lexi? We got Calgary, Alberta. Calgary. Calgary. <laughs> you asked me to say it. I said it. She said it. Calgary. Calgary. Alberta. Anyways, Amy, who we got in fourth place? We got Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey. <laughs> All right. We got some some cities gaining on the top four though. I know, right? I feel like next week it might switch up a bit. Mm. We got some close <laughs> ones. All right. So now that we've wrapped up demographics, Amy, what's our sign off quote this week? Attitude is the little things that makes a big difference. You're damn right. Seriously. A little less attitude will get you a long way. <laughs> Well, I'm going to borrow this quote from my nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> my freaking four-year-old, like, she threw a fit earlier because uh, I told her that she couldn't have a snack because dinner was going to be ready in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's all I'm it like, takes. I'm like, is this necessary? <laughs> really, though. But All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan cast episode.